The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. And Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson. I'm the founder and CEO of Huckabye.com. Today, I'm guest hosting for Ben Shapiro. And this week, we're going to discuss how to migrate from Universal Analytics to Google Analytics 4. Very excited about my guest today. Joining me is Brenton Thomas, the founder of Tweeby which is a digital marketing agency that specializes in helping clients use SEO, PPC, and social media to drive brand awareness, engagement, and revenue. Today, Brenton and I are going to discuss the Google Analytics 4 migration, a step-by-step guide. Okay, here's my conversation with Brenton Thomas, the founder at Tweeby. Brenton, I've been looking forward to this podcast for a while. I'm so glad that we're connecting. How are you doing? 
Doing great. Glad to be here. So this is a topic that I know very little about. So I'm glad that you're here. And I think a lot of our listeners are going to be curious as to this because you log into GA anytime now and you see this big clock counting down. I think it's 53 days till everybody has to be over on GA4. You're the expert. I'd love just to start with like, do you know the advantages of GA4? Like, why are we all doing this? Is this just because Google wants a, a better version out there or it's easier for them to collect data this way? Like, why are we doing this? Is it going to be a lot better? Oh, well, I can say that uh, it's definitely not better. GA4 is not better than GA. In fact, I, I've done maybe four or five migrations now for different clients. And I've noticed that there's certain things that I, I want to move over to GA4 and it, it just doesn't exist yet. And I, I'm assuming they're working on certain things, but um, I have my theories as to why they want us to switch over, but it's not a uh, set in stone or anything. I, I don't know if that's the correct theory, <laughs> but I, I have I have theories. I love to it. hear at least one. I mean, I'm a I'm a theory guy, so let's hear it. Why are they doing this to us? And it's it is a bummer. I have kind of played around in GA4, and you're right. Like some of the simple stuff that you could find in the GA that we're using now is just like missing, which is upsetting. But yeah, I, I love a good theory. Let's hear uh, why you think they're doing it. Okay. So I actually heard this on a, another podcast and I, I thought about it more and I was like, this actually makes a lot of sense. But Google doesn't make money off of Google Analytics, right? It's a great product. Um, all marketers use it. It's a very foundational tool that we all use, but it's free. And so if you have sw people switch over to an inferior product like GA4, you're inclined to then use Google's higher tier Google Analytics. I think it's Google, Google Analytics 360 or something like that. And so you'll be more inclined to go into their higher tier product. And then if that happens at a high rate, Google can open up an extra billion dollars of revenue. So just a theory. I don't know if it's true. I, you know, it's not backed by any significant findings. Google has not said that ever, but it just makes sense from a, a business perspective. It does. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that that was happening, that they were going to have this sort of enterprise tier. That sounds like plenty of motivation. So bummer for the rest of us, but I guess we'll end up paying and using 360 or a competitor will come in and, and offer it for free again. So step-by-step -step migration, you've done this, you said, four or five times for clients of Twibby. What does that look like? And can you walk our listeners through what it takes? Yeah. So usually I start with Google Tag Manager. I'm a huge fan of Tag Manager. I, I think it's an amazing tool. And so usually I'll start with uh, implementation of the base pixel, right? So we, we just want to get page view tracking, just make sure overall baseline tracking is there. So that, that's always the first step. And usually it's just a single tag inside of Google Tag Manager. Just publish that tag and make sure the trigger fires on all pages. And then for the most part, that portion is complete. And then the second phase is now just tagging up the specific events or conversions that you want to track. So that's a series of a number of different tags. So let's say like, you do e-commerce, that's what your business does. And you probably want to track add to carts, checkouts, purchases, things like that. Each of them will get their own tag. And GA4 has like a, a selectable configuration already inside of GTM. So you would just select that configuration. And there's there's some, uh, some very specific things you have to follow for like purchase revenue to show up. For the most part, that's, that's the, the migration process. How is it fundamentally different or is it not fundamentally different to how the original Google Analytics was tracking. Are they doing it? You mentioned like, it sounds like a lot of pixel tracking, which is, I think, a little bit different. What's different about how it's implemented and how it's tracking, or is it the same? 
So I had one client where, so I, I had GA set up for them and then took those same conversions, used the exact same triggers, and then used those triggers for GA4 tags inside of GTM. So they're both tracking the same thing and they'll, they'll fire on the same event. But the tracking was just way off, just like astronomically. And so I, I was looking through basically like the uh, like GA versus GA4 comparison. And the like GA4 uses a different attribution model. And there's there's like four other different things, like like little weird things, like you know how a new session begins in GA after 30 minutes. And then if you if you come back into your computer and then you you start clicking around, it'll count as a, a second session. And so GA4 has like a different timing of that, of that definition. Um, so like little things like that, there's like four or five different things. It all adds up to like very different tracking. Huh. And what did you notice in the difference of the numbers? Were they inflated? Were they deflated? Did they just, I mean, it sounds like they're way off. So what did you see? That was just all over the board. Uh, some was inflated, some was deflated. Yeah, it's just, it's just very different. By what magnitude? Like 25%, 50%, 10%? Yeah, so I would say for purchase conversions, I think it was around like 20% difference. Huh. Yeah. Well, this is concerning, I guess, and we'll have to uh, hopefully find a way to get to the truth as this all rolls out. Because I think we all are a little nervous with 53 days going, especially if GAs are guiding light in terms of how to analyze a website in our business. What about, and you might not know this because you probably have your clients that have migrated to GA4 still up on Google Analytics, but any performance degradation is stuff. We actually have a product, Huckabye has a product in our, we have a PageSpeed product. And one of the, the features is a, what we call Google Analytics Lite, where the GA is tracking stuff that customers just don't care about. And so we just stop tracking that stuff. And it's a much simpler, lighter script that, that loads a lot faster. Any observations on the performance? Because with the Google page experience update, everybody's concerned about passing core web vitals and having fast page speed. Any update on the performance of the Google Analytics 4? Mm, in terms of like page speed insights, right? Yeah, is it just slowing things down? Does it seem to execute quickly? I can't tell. We just rebuilt our website, our agency website. And so all of my past testing has been on just GA. But we're about to get into page speed testing. So in a couple of weeks, we'll probably start to like understand that better. But in terms of like the actual size of the script and like how does it affect page loading, not quite sure yet. I haven't quite compared those two yet. Gotcha. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Any other tips on the, uh, on the implementation side? And then I'd love to get back to what it has versus what it doesn't have. But any other tips before we move on from sort of like, everybody's going to be forced to do this migration in the next 53 days. Any other tips for our audience? Let's see. So first tip, I would just say Google Tag Manager. I, I would definitely use that. So just get the script on your website and then you can start all your, your building inside of there. For your purchase conversion, make sure you um, add like a parameter for value because it, it just won't... If you don't add in the... Uh, actually, maybe it was um, USD. You have to add like... Uh, the currency. So just inside of Google Tag Manager, make sure you add your currency for USD. Because if you don't do these little things, then it therefore it just doesn't show your, your revenue value, which I had to spend hours just trying to figure out why it's not. It's showing number of purchases, but not the actual uh, revenue, which is extremely important. So just little things like that have to happen. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's, I think that's it for the most part. Cool. And as someone that's gone through this already, probably the rest of us are procrastinators that haven't really, even if we have it set up, which I think Huckabye has it set up, but we aren't like logging into the interface. Do you think there's going to be a uprising <laughs> when this is forced to be like, it sounds like a lot worse. So are people going to get upset about this? It sounds like they might. What I think is going to happen is, and don't quote me on this, but I think July 1st, the day you have to switch over, I think it's going to show up, it'll be here. And then Google's going to be like, oh, two month extension. To like try to move over because the tool's not that great. It's 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 missing quite a bit. So I think they need to give it a little more time. Yeah, I'm surprised that it's a downgrade. That's pretty funny. That that's I didn't even know. I, I mean, I the one time that I kicked around it and I was like, yeah, this isn't really the best. But it's good to hear an expert tell me that yeah, it is. <laughs> it is significantly worse. What are some of the things that are missing? So when you Sounds like dollar amounts, like revenue tracking seems you're a little uncertain if it's accurate. I mean, a 20% change is really big and you can always audit those numbers, right? Because you either have the cash coming in or not. What are some of the, the glaring like discrepancies? Is there, can you still do like year over year, month over month comparisons? Can you still, and then, yeah, that's just start there as, as like what's missing in the new version? Yeah, so one thing that's um, that really bothers me is the in the real time tracker that so that essentially just lets you know, like you can isolate your position in the world so you can only track yourself and then see how different things are performing on your website. And I, I just I've had trouble just trying to find myself. Uh, like in GA, never had an issue. And in the past, that's how you I would do my testing, right? Like there's a section for conversions under real time tracking, and so they they moved that whole section for conversions. So in GA4, now you go under debug mode or whatever it's called. I think it's just called debug. So it's like it's been broken up into two places. So now you have to kind of like bounce back and forth between like for page view tracking under real-time tracker, you just want to like track that there. And then you have to go somewhere else in GA4 and then use the debug tool. So not a big fan of that. And then I couldn't find myself in the real-time tracker. And yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a lot slower of a process to do things that I've, I've been doing for six years. So. <laughs> wow. And any observations, early observations on the changes in attribution? So 
as an SEO, I've always been frustrated with the attribution model because obviously they give a lot of credit to PPC and the sort of last transaction model and last click model is is a hindrance for SEO to be recognized for the the real revenue impact that it has. Is this new attribution model lean even more so towards the paid or have you have any observations yet on what this new model looks like? Yeah, yeah. So actually, I have a client called Orion Talent. So basically, uh, lead generation. And so I, I kept their GA conversions and their GA4 conversions both running in the ad account. But everything's optimizing towards GA4 conversions. But you can just see total number of conversions that are flowing in. And so it's, it's not... It's basically only optimizing for the GA4 conversion, but it's just tracking both. So I, I can see the number of sheer conversions that are coming through. And so I, I can see that there's maybe 10 to 20% more conversions that come through or reported or attributed to paid ads on the GA4 conversions. Uh-oh. So I, I think GA4 gives more credit to paid search, which if I were Google, that makes a lot of sense, right? Like if I'm going to spend more budget, I want to see performance out of my paid ad campaigns and greater performance off, off of GA4 makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's scary. Uh, too bad, but hopefully they straightened it out at some point. But it sounds like they have a lot of, a lot of things to to work through. And I, I bet you're right in that idea that they'll push it back by a couple of months. Tell me just a little bit about Twibby. It sounds like a cool business. Six years is that how long you've been doing it? Based in Portland. Yeah, so we've been in business for about two years. I've been doing digital marketing for about eight years total. Um, I was going through corporate and. Uh, I just wasn't feeling very fulfilled and eventually started my own agency, you know, during the pandemic. I think a lot of people uh, started businesses and uh, it's, it's been a fun, fun time. We help clients with their Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, SEO. On the SEO side, we do link generation, write content, et cetera, to help you boost your rankings. And so if anyone's ever looking for a consultation, I'll send you a, a link to um, add to the show notes um, so people can reach out and have a, a free consultation and, and talk about whatever you need with digital marketing. Excellent. Excellent. Well, it's been a pleasure, Brenton. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Okay. That wraps up this guest hosted episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Brenton Thomas, founder at Tweeby, for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Brenton and I are going to discuss long versus short-term digital marketing strategy. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Brenton, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Brenton4348524, or his website at twibbyagency.com to get that free consultation. All right. Thanks to Jeff Atkinson, our technical SEO guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is huckabuy.com. H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O.
And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet... And you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 